to actually go ahead and give them something that's high on electrolytes. But I think just, you know, also making your own drink. You know, you can mix some water with salt, with lemon, and a little bit of honey. And that's amazing. That's the best uh, recovery. Just make sure you include enough salt so that you're recovering those electrolytes for the body. You can keep going better. Um, You can train harder. You can play harder. You know, a lot of kids are not training, but they're playing. And they're getting their exercise through play. So it's just a way to maintain um, good hydration and good energy. So now just real quick, you said salt. Is your favorite like the pink Himalayan salt? I mean, we always preach pink Himalayan salt in here. Are you on board with that too? Yes, um, the sea salt, the pink Himalayan. And I have had to add the regular table salt that's iodized Sometimes um, on occasion. Uh, I did get... One time when we had like not had any iodized salt for like four months in my house, I got a cramp and my daughter got a cramp that same week. So I was like, okay, we do need a little bit of iodized salt. So we need to make a good balance there. Now, yesterday when we were talking or the day before, I don't know, it's been so crazy. Uh, you were talking about doing rewards with your kids on how to eat better. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, the psychology is super important. So we do need to think about being authoritative as parents. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are the ones that are deciding what goes on in a house, just the way as you would screen their TV time or what they're able to watch or the access that they have, you know, from their electronics. We need to protect them. So we need to have certain authority with the kids, but we are going to struggle with our kids a lot over life. So battles around food are the ones we're not really positioned to win. At some point, even though they want to please us, these kids are wonderful. Our kids are just amazing, but they also want to establish some independence. And with food is where they can exert control over their lives. So some of the struggles that you that you are asking is. um, Is uh, about. (laughs) Yeah. How to get them to try something and you might be able to disguise it so we can use a lot of purees we can use a lot of combinations uh yes you can have some mac and cheese how about we add a little bit of uh, cauliflower to that you know so there's different combinations and things you can do one of my favorite resources is a book called um the sneaky chef so i really recommend that to you parents that are trying to here i'll hold it up for a second and i use it a lot and uh it kind of gives you a way to get healthy food on their plates every single day while they learn about nutrition and then they're able to start making some of the decisions on their own. Wonderful. So something that I've done is I've I've put the proteins and the vegetables on the plate and then we always put the carbs to the side. So we eat the proteins and the uh, vegetables first and then we have whatever treat afterwards and a lot of times they're not even hungry for that. Mm -hmm. So um, also I've found that if I take them to the grocery store and get them involved with me, they pick out things that I've never tried before. So it's really kind of cool because then I've tried something new too and sometimes it turns out to be fantastic food and sometimes is not really good or <laughs> we try to make it different right the next yeah. time so it's it's really fun food is fun and and once you get the kids involved I really feel that you're on to something so I, I I truly believe that you're doing the right thing um one thing is getting the kids outside and and being involved with outside activities too when they go outside what kind of snacks do you send them out there to go when they are drinking their water yeah. and Gatorade the and- snacking oh my gosh snacking is so important um yeah I go with my kids and with my students that I work with, we are huge on snacking. So um, remember those commercials, uh, American Express card, don't leave home without it. I say food, don't leave home without it. And um, I like to go to the bins 
at H-E-B, for example, and just buy a lot of stuff, you know, dried fruit, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, macadamias. Um, oh, my gosh, almonds. Um, one of my students is in love with Brazil nuts. And she's Fantastic. like, you know, she's nine, and she's like, Mom, can I have some Brazil nuts? And so that's another healthy snack to have. But once I get all these fruits and, and nuts and seeds out there, we make our own uh, personalized trail mix. Right so on. you can do that with your kids. I mean, somebody might not like pumpkin seed. Maybe they like hemp seed. Maybe they can have 10% pumpkin seeds and add a few chocolate chips here and there and then put a little bit of peanuts. Oh, and always, I don't know if you do this, but raw and unsalted when you make your choices, yeah, raw and unsalted. So you can do that, you can bring your snacks with you. There's some protein bars. Um, there's a lot of good products out there. I'm gonna post later today on Let's Be Fit Today, like a list of favorite snacks that I know that, that kids really like. Right. Um, there's a bar called The Zone. I don't know if you've seen that. I so it's got a certain it. combination of protein, carbs, and fat, yep. and that's a good combination that the body needs. So just always be snacking, always have enough hydration. And when you're hydrating, it's important to drink before your activity as well. Don't wait until the body tells you I'm thirsty. Absolutely. It might be a little bit too late. So just kind of get in the habit of having, um, having the kids be sipping the beverages here and there. Fantastic. You, really great answers. Now, I for me, we always make teas in our yeah. house. So um, we sweeten them with fruits and things like that. So that's another good way that you can get them away from the sodas. Because sodas really are Soda. totally fattening up our kids. And, and it's causing heart disease, too. So um, now you got into helping children. And it, your story is amazing. How did that really morph and, and you get into the helping kids? Oh, thank you. Yeah, well... When I was uh, in Guatemala as a little girl, I was a gymnast, and then eventually I left home. I went to live in Houston to train at the Bella Caroli Gym, wow. and I was training four, five, six hours of gymnastics a day. So I was an elite athlete. Nutrition was super important. I didn't have any supplements, and we didn't have the knowledge that we have today. But I knew you know, that I needed to eat enough protein, carbs, a lot of veggies. Right. Um, and then I had a really difficult situation or relationship with food. When I quit gymnastics, I'd been on a diet for about two years. Wow. And I had a nutritionist that I would okay. see. We've all been on diets, yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> and so I would weigh in on Thursdays. And I had a very, very strict meal plan that I'd had to adhere to. And so I would just manipulate the system. You know, I know what I needed to do on Tuesday night. I know that I need to have starve myself on Wednesday so that I would weigh in at the appropriate weight. Right. I wasn't doing anything that was good for my body you know, as an athlete or from my metabolism, I was harming myself, but I was weighing in at the weight that I needed to weigh in. So Amazing. when I quit gymnastics, I went on this thing. I was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't stop eating for months. Wow. And I put on like 27 pounds in about a year, a little bit over a year. Oh my gosh. It was just amazing, you know, went up three or four sizes. Um, and I just felt very constrained and trapped. And I would go on this diet, and then I would lose, you know, five, seven pounds, and then I would just come back and rah, just kind of like unleash it again and gain so eight bad. or nine pounds. And I was on this cycle for about four years. Right. Um, and then I decided, you know, I want to be healthy. I just, I don't like this up and down. I don't feel that it's good for my energy. I was studying college at the time by then, and I just wasn't concentrating well in my studies. And when I made the decision to eat healthy and to do it for me and to get the resources I needed and do it for myself, that's when things changed. And from the moment I started concentrating on how to eat healthy to the moment when it was pretty natural for me to pick up the healthy choices was about two years. Oh my okay? gosh. It was not quick. Oh it took me a long time. But then it stuck. 
and then I got married and I had my babies and I just I've always kept my weight and I would tell you that I probably eat healthy 85% of the time so I'm able to strike a balance between eating and treats fantastic and then I had my kids and that's the answer to your question I think that children really really need help they need support they need the right guidance. Um, a lot of what's going to happen has to do with our decisions and with the example that we're setting for them. Um, but if we can grab it with a really positive attitude, it is a privilege to learn to eat healthy. It's not a punishment. And we can do it in a fun way with them. I think it's awesome. And that's where my inspiration comes, helping kids who are athletes get stronger and be more healthy and helping kids who are overweight. But so here, tell me about your daughter. Oh, yeah, Isabel. Yes. So I have four children. So all this training that she did and in, in helping her helped her with her daughter. Yes. So my daughter, um, I have twins. They're 15. And my daughter, Isabel, was diagnosed with lupus um, about a year and a half ago. It was really hard, you know, and I'm someone that doesn't like to take a lot of medicine. And so for us to come in and to have to use those steroids and the really, really Breaking tough heart. medicines that we were you know, to get her out of a crisis mode um, was hard. Right. Um, and then even with the medicine, so her kidneys weren't at risk anymore, but just the way her face was blowing out, her back, um, the stretch marks steroids on her back, it was really, really hard. Yeah. Three medicines and the hardest is the steroid. She was taking 60 milligrams a day. Oh and gosh. it, you know, her face blew up like this. She was tired all the time. She would get up in the morning at eight and she was like, mom, I felt like I haven't slept. I'm exhausted. My body hurts. My joints are hurting. And that's when we decided to apply everything I knew about nutrition or really do it. So we started to, and we also did um, allergies testing. So we knew what we had to take out of right. her for sure. You know, including things that might be in the detergent of the clothes and that kind right. of thing. So it's like healthy lifestyle all around. And when she actually understood what was going on with the intestine and how it was affecting and the undigested particles of food were going into her bloodstream and that was what was telling the body to get confused and attack itself. When she understood as a 14-year-old these things and she decided, okay, we're going to get rid of gluten. We're going to get rid of processed sugars and we're really going to do it. We went on a super strict diet for 90 days. It was so Look hard her for her. I mean, it was because she's used to eating all these things. And so we had to be so creative. Right. So we buy this almond flour and we get this uh, stevia and honey and we're making, you know, cookies. And it just took her a couple months to learn what to do, you know. But then she'll come in and she'll grab an egg and a banana. She'll make herself a pancake. It takes the same four or five minutes to make a pancake. But this process was difficult. But within 30 days of that... For her to start to feel so much better, you know, her body aches were decreasing, um, you know, the, the moon phase was starting to kind of calm down. It was amazing. And so we were like, okay, hon, so everything that mommy has been telling you and teaching you actually <laughs> <My> was. <laughs> Same for Vicky. I don't know. It's like sometimes they have totally to. Totally my house. If you don't live it or if you don't see it in a different way, it's just, you know. But with kids, it's super important. Another way you can inspire kids without being in lupus is find that one thing that they're emotionally connected to. Right. What do they really love? They want to be able to play for hours outside. They want to make the soccer team or they want to be the scoring uh, person, you know, on the soccer team. And, and I've had that with a lot of the kids that I work with. They get into much better shape. They concentrate better in school. They're like, mom, I finished my whole science homework. 
you know, quickly. And they notice how they're concentrating Can you better. see what a fantastic coach she would be for children? I mean, <laughs> no, seriously, right? <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. I, I mean, I love kids. I have four kids. I have a bunch of nieces and nephews. And I have a really good connection with kids. I, I love them. Um, even the ones that are rebellious, I like them the best. Because they're rebellious for a reason. You know, they got something in there. And they can really do good. So if you're able to channel that and find what they're committed to. Right. I mean, some, some kids tell me, I'm passionate about writing I'm passionate about being with friends you know I'm passionate about God some people will tell you you know Jesus is an important part whatever it is that they're passionate to and then we can relate their food and their nutrition in a fun way to that thing they're passionate then they're committed and they're open to trying new things and that kind of thing I don't know if you have a certain goal of new foods to try I tried the the new food with you here remember she tried cactus and chayote i tried cactus and chayote and it was good it was good and you gotta try and if you don't like it or your kids don't like it put it away and try it in a month just cook it in a different way or present it in a different right. way you know those taste buds are gonna adapt they're gonna you just gotta give it a chance and not be pushy about it just make it available the, kid, the kids want to learn and they want to be healthy because they don't want to see uh, th- things happen to you. So they're going to be on board. You just have to make them, you know, be part of what you're doing. Uh, a lot of people right now are homebound, right? Get your kids yeah. involved in the kitchen. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Get them trying new flavors and new things. They're, they're going to burn some stuff. Sure, they're going to cut some stuff up and not like it. Hopefully you know? not a finger, right? <laughs> right? But, but get them involved. It's really, really important. I'm watching these kids now on this kids chef thing that are like 14 years old whipping up stuff that there's no way I mean they're just pulling it out of their mind so if those kids can do it I know your kids can do it too and especially with help from Maria I mean she's fantastic getting people motivated I mean the energy right now sitting next to her is just like (laughs) infectious it's like yeah we have fun and uh, you, you don't have to cook different for everybody in the family because you're on the same path especially right now we're in on the same path to be healthy everybody's running around scared don't be scared you should be already healthy and if you're not now's the time to go hey listen man i'm gonna get healthy and i'm gonna get my kids on board too because they'll take those life tips out that you teach them and teach the rest of them one of the coolest stories i've ever had is i I met this one lady and she brought her daughter in Mm -hmm. and her daughter was telling me you know i'm telling people how to eat my friends you know don't eat that when that's gonna hurt your pancreas and she's like 12 and she knows (laughs) what the pancreas is i love that man we taught her that so it's exciting when kids really want to feel better and look good and you know you see it out there all the time you know they they want to take care of and they want to impress their their friends so um the more they know and the better they feel about themselves food does it and working out and and getting together exercise yeah you have any questions holler she can help you out with the children i can help you out with being you know changing those diet tips and stuff like that and we'll work together we can do both of the you guys or just one and and do the family take you guys out shopping and get you involved it's really fun sometimes a kid is the catalyst and i've seen this and uh, and i just love it um i've seen families that maybe the parents are separated or divorced and this family is completely united to help the kid and because the kid starts to feel better then he's like, it's a little hard for me, but then I go over to dad's on the weekend and he's got healthy food for me too. And I'm always about adding stuff. I think let's add stuff, let's add stuff. You know, it's called crowding out. 
So when you bring in the good stuff, then you start to kind of cry it out the stuff that's not so good, and you always allow for treats. Right. You know, um, I ha- so this 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 kid in particular, um, they send me a video. He's in the weekend with his dad, and they're exercising, and you know they're sending me a video. We're exercising. We just had an omelet. We're doing this and this. It's you know a smoothie. They had their blueberry smoothie. They're super cute. So sometimes helping in a positive way it's not judgmental it's not punishing it's not pointing out it's fun you know we're privileged we've got the time we've got the means we've got the education we've got the food Let's, out there we got the food there's so many healthy food options that weren't right. there before so right. and even now when the stores are kind of limited try those things that are still left out those are really good things yeah. i mean that's where i got the chayote and the cactus you know <laughs> i know that's your goal is to try chayote and cactus while you're pinned up at home okay guys now we had some challenges in the very beginning getting online and and doing a podcast and all kinds of stuff we are new at this right yes we're learning (laughs) so we're learning i hope that you get on with us the next time we will invite you thank you so much for joining us and if you have any questions at all my email is vicky at texas last diet please shoot me over your questions and the next time maria and i are together we will be more than happy to answer them and we love doing this education is key for being healthy and living longer remember i'm going for a hundred and 20. What are you going for? Uh, yeah, 120 in six months. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to outlive me because I'm a little older than you. <laughs> well, it's great. Thank Thanks. you so much. Um, you can go to Let's Be Fit today as well and get some information for kiddos. Thanks and have a great day.